ओम श्री साई राम वेलकम टू प्रशांति संदेश थैंक यू फॉर योर टाइम आई रियली अप्रिशिएट यू फॉर ऑल द इंटरेस्ट यू हैव बीन एविंसिंग एंड द सपोर्ट यू हैव बीन एक्सटेंडिंग टू आवर प्रोग्राम्स वेल लेट मी ब्रिंग्स योर नोटिस a very important point people often come and say that we experienced it a person will come and say i have got this a unique experience that's all right we can't deny it and we cannot dismiss them saying that there are false claims no but the fact is many people come to us and start telling us i have this experience i have that experience it's okay now let us look at this statement from a different angle one example when river flows and flows continuously all along and finally merges into the ocean will river be able to say i merged into ocean impossible because when once the river merged into the ocean its existence its identity is gone nobody to claim ocean also will not say that river merged into me no because river having merged into ocean has become uh, has become ocean itself so when once it merges it is all ocean now so neither the river would be able to say i have merged nor ocean would say river has merged likewise my friends if i say i have this experience meaning what i am different from the experience i experienced here there are two i the experiencer and the experienced two so experiencer and experienced are different when we claim uh, that that's what it meant but but if we go deep into the philosophy we will understand it may be an experience as a claim but it is not ultimate experience no why because all these experiences what they say implies experienced and experiencer the subject and object but truly speaking ultimate experience is undifferentiated undivided experiencer is the experienced the observer is the observed knower is the known lover is the beloved there are no two there are no two there only one remains only one having merged having been united is only one that exists ultimately and then that which remains is like space sky 
which is empty totally. It's all empty. But yet, in that emptiness, there is fulfillment. It may be empty, but it is whole. And in fact, existence comes out of emptiness. And that emptiness, emptiness remains untouched, unaffected. Simple example. We see the vast sky, empty space. And we are all in this, on earth. So we are in the space. And the whole sky is a space again. There in the sky, clouds may, may appear. Some clouds may be thin, some clouds may be dark, some clouds may have raindrops, some clouds may be of some dust, and some clouds may be empty. The clouds are of different types. They go on moving, they go on moving. But the sky remains untouched, untouched. All the difference lies with the kind of clouds that pass by. Therefore, when knower and the known, experiencer and the experienced meet, merge, what remains is only emptiness. And out of this emptiness, existence comes. As Baba said, nothing is everything. Nothing is everything that we have got to understand and reflect on this. Therefore, the, the sky remains as it is, irrespective of the kind of clouds that pass by. Sometimes there will be dark clouds such that we will not be able to see any space, any sky at all. But still, the sky remains beyond the dark clouds, above the dark clouds. That, so it means that is the quality of the sky to remain untouched, unaffected. This we may call it suchness. S-U-C-H-N-E-S-S. -E -S. Suchness. It is such. That's what it is. It is nature. And so, it's less, just like a mirror. All of us may come one after one and stand in front of the mirror and see our own reflections there. This is this process of mirroring. After all, a young man may stand in front of the mirror or an old man. Or well, what if the mirror is not bothered? The mirror is not at all affected. The mirror is always fresh. It is fresh, young and never old. I cannot say this is uh, 10 years past, 15 years past. No, it reflects how old it is. Only reflections come and go. So the sky remains as an eternal virgin. virgin. Likewise, there is space outside. We all move in this space. There is space within one's own self. There is space within me. 
in that space all different parts of my body are located there is vast space in within me so there is space outside there is space within me while the space outside is the supreme self supreme self the space within me is another appears to be limited so what is the difference between the outer space and the space within me the difference is the space within me is encased within the body what body is the material that within which this space is present and this body is the barrier and it is porous like an earthen pot now as we breathe in as we breathe out, as we breathe out as we as we move outside it all amounts to the outer sky going in and the inner sky coming out the inner one moving outside the outer one going inside in our breath it's all space that's all inner space outer space there's constant movement in and out and there's meeting constant meeting therefore let's know that the inner space is the ultimate experience there's nothing inside only just space inner space and we should also be aware of the fact that inner space is of the same quality as the outer space so the division is because of this body it is the body that divides the inner space and the outer space when once the body drops yes both are one both are one rather we can put it this way the outer space is the extension of the inner space or or the inner space is the extension of the outer space outer space is the extension of the inner space vice versa that's all being the same in quality so to know that the outer and the inner are one and the same that aspirant that seeker that that man of thorough inquiry is called jivan mukta jivan mukta the one who is liberated while in the body so all the division is false all the division is false so nothing when once i know the identity of the two nothing can disturb me nothing can scan you nothing can touch you however it has been born in the mind that body will continue to feel the pleasure and the pain as effects of past karmas you may be jivan mukta you may be liberated while in the body and nothing can disturb you that's okay but at the same time the body will have to face the pleasure and the pain 
because there are all the results consequences of the past karmas or actions therefore the very knowledge of the inner self uh will help you to see that karmas or actions will not be accumulated further you are aware of the inner self and could also understand the identity with the outer self the result is karmas will not be accumulated and you will also know that old karmas are not related to you yes because you will remain in your unrelatedness you are not related to the past karmas you are not related to the present karmas because you are aware that you are not the conditioned emptiness within you no that you are so vast meaning you are bound in the body and boundless outside so i am both bound and boundless limited and unlimited finite and infinite so this is thing within the body i am limited but the same thing around i am unlimited this is the concept that has go deep and deeper into our minds <coughs> and you are not related to any of the karmas either past or the present a jivan mukta a liberated soul while in the body will never say that this is my body no at the most he would say this is my past karmas body because the body is taken up because of my past karmas because of my past actions and a jivan mukta liberated man will never say i am ill i am suffering no he would the demos say my past karmas reaching to their target so the conclusion is the long procession of karmas and their effect will be there we cannot dismiss them altogether we cannot escape from their effect but it has to be borne in the mind time and again that i am just a witness unrelated i am just a witness unrelated maybe the past or the present whatever it is and maybe the karmas accumulated or past millions of lives have not affected my inner space just as i said the clouds any number do not affect the sky in a similar way the clouds of past karmas of millions of lives will not affect my inner space that is the inner sky because it remains pure very crystal clear innocent and then when once this is realized we can understand the future stops the reala- the, the realization itself is enough cessation of the future then when once i am not related what happens is i do not long for happiness long for success 
or riches. And I am not for anything. I am not against any. There is nothing like should be and should not be. Nothing has ever happened to me. Can ever happen to me. Nothing ever happened to me because the inner space is unaffected. So, actually speaking, as a time factor, we should know that past is futile, useless. Because, as I said, you you have been just a space, just like the sky. You remain pure, simple, and innocent. When that is clearly established, the future drops. The future is just the past reflected again and again. The desiring, because we desire that which is very pleasant uh, to all of us in the past, and we also desire all that unpleasant in the past should not be repeated. So you want pleasant things to be repeated and unpleasant to be avoided. So this kind of desiring the pleasant and un- unpleasant is the projection of future. So when past is unrelated to you, the past is unrelated to you. You just appear like empty spy, empty space. Clouds have come and gone. Lives have come and gone. There may be a number of repeated births and deaths. Might be in one life I might have been a beggar, another life an emperor, one life educated, another life uneducated. Whatever, whatever may be, but the inner point has remained untouched. The inner point, the self. Everything has happened around it. but nothing to it nothing happened to the self the supreme everything happened around it so you remain in the present the past goes on moving into the future until the whole momentum gained in the past is finished because the past things gone effects gone uh, happening to you and uh, you will naturally fa- will be facing the effects until the, this past karmas are exhausted that's what i meant by whole momentum gained in the past is finished now this jivan mukta the liberated soul who has attained to the inner sky or inner space still will will have to live in the body that doesn't mean he will get out of the body please understand that that how liberated and enlightened he is he has to live in the body as a witness to all the past karmas and their consequences just as a witness there comes a time when body drops at uh, when all the consequences of the past are finished or exhausted then the body drops and jivan mukta becomes a mukta a liberated total liberated moksha total freedom thus jivan mukta liberated enlightened soul freedom from the past is a kind of state of freedom from future 
but at the same time cannot escape from the consequences of past and they have to be fulfilled while remaining as a witness therefore one should know that the self is ever young and deathless and you remain so when you know you remain so so all the conditionings go on flowing but there's no relationships anything may happen there's no relationship again i say you remain a witness and as a witness you are severed or cut off from the past and the future simple example you are riding on a cycle you go on pedaling and go on speeding ahead at a time when you stop pedaling the cycle yet the cycle moves why because of past moment because of the past moment therefore cycling very fast even if you stop pedaling the cycle moves forward because of the past moments in a similar way the past karmas will certainly follow and affect the man but he as the self unaffected now this division is because of the body and the mind the body and mind is like a cycle it it will move but without you it cannot move far of course i start pedaling it moves to some distance then it will stop unless i pedal the cycle once again therefore without you the cycle cannot move continuously therefore the cycle uh, stops to move and you will fall likewise let the past moments be exhausted and then there comes a time it will all past consequences will come to a total halt here i may give example from the life of buddha bhagwan buddha the last stages on the final day buddha called all his disciples and said this is my final day i'll be leaving this body before the evening starts right in the midday when the sun is right up i'll be leaving you i'll be leaving this body that's what lord buddha declared uh, and then buddha said if you want to ask anything come on ask now time up at that time ananda the closest disciple came close to buddha and begged him swami can't you stay a little more can't you stay little more i beg of you my lord stay little more but buddha said no this is my last day all my past karmas are finished long ago the energy is gone you people do not know i stopped pedaling i stopped pedaling long before 40 years ago i am dead for 40 years but i have gone beyond this body and the mind now what remains today is a last flicker the oil is completed i am dead who will pour oil into that thus 
Buddha, while in the body, remained as enlightened, Jivan Mukta, for 40 years. And he declared he left the body already. Meaning, he has grown beyond the body and the mind. So, after all, the body may be alive, but one is dead to that because he has gone beyond that. Therefore, moksha can be, a, moksha is the ultimate when the body drops. When the body drops. And this jivan mukta, that liberation, that freedom can be felt while in the body. Therefore, yogi being alone and indifferent like the sky does not in the least attach himself with the future. Simple example, in the jar there is space and the space in the jar is untouched by the smell of the wine inside. So also the self within me. Unaffected, though it is in association with the covering, it remains uncontaminated by its nature. Well, the question is, even after attainment of the knowledge, even after enlightenment, one has to bear in the mind that karmas must be performed and they will yield its fruits. Karmas performed in the past will yield their fruits. Something like this. Suppose you shoot, you take a bow and shoot an arrow. The arrow will go and hit the target. Well, you may say, I thought it is a tiger, therefore I want to hit it. Oh, alas, I am so sorry, it is not a tiger, it is a cow. No, you cannot say that. Because the arrow, when once it is shot, come on, it goes very fast and hits the target. Likewise, whatever you may do, you will have to face the consequences. But the important point to be borne in mind is, the one who knows the self, as ever young and deathless, will remain so. No relationship with past conditionings at all. May we have this kind of understanding, this sort of awareness, that the experiencer and the experienced are one and the same, which is the ultimate experience. Sairam, meet again.